Hey everyone, it's Deb. I'm a dating coach and you're listening to my podcast, Debbie Does Dating. Episode 128, Happiness is Up to You. Debbie Does Dating with your host, Debbie Clawson. Sponsored by Dating by Deb. Today we're going to talk about who's in charge of your happiness. Do you pass that on to someone else or do you own it with all that comes with it? Well, we'll find out in a minute, but first it's the awkward dating moment. So last year I was asked out by a friend of mine who also happens to be a doctor. He was my family doctor years ago and he was actually the best doctor we ever had and he ended up moving and we were super sad about it. And then after a few years, after he was gone, I heard that he'd gotten divorced. And when I spoke with him, I told him that I know how it feels and that if he ever wanted to talk, let me know. Well, a year later, he called and asked me to go to dinner. So I just kind of thought it was my kids would want to know. It would be fun to tell my kids. So I said, I'm going to go out with Dr. So-and-so. And one of my daughters asked if it was going to be weird for me. And I hadn't really thought about it. And then my other daughter said, I just think it'll be awkward for you to go out with someone who's seen all our business. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be. <laughs> but when we went out, he's such a nice guy, but I have to admit, at first I felt a bit awkward with my daughter's words ringing in my ears. <laughs> anyway, I got past it. In the past, when I've been dating someone, I would absently say, he makes me so happy. You've heard this before, haven't you? Or maybe you've even said it before. We can even go in the opposite direction and hear, she doesn't make me happy anymore. Wow, can you imagine putting someone else in the driver's seat of our life? It sounds ridiculous and truth be told it is. You're in charge of your own life. What you put in it, with things you enjoy doing, music you like to listen to, shows you like to watch, and yes, even people who you enjoy. You can absolutely choose who you want to be in your life. There are a few exceptions with former spouses. Sometimes you may need to sacrifice your own desires to keep the peace for the kids, but you can choose who you want to be around you. If you like being around someone, a friend, or someone you're in a relationship with, that doesn't mean they make you happy. You can feel happy when you're around them. They may add happiness to your life, but they're not the reason that you're happy. Placing your happiness on someone else means you're handing the reins over to them. But you don't have any control over what that person does or doesn't do, which means they may not stick around. We need to keep in mind that there is a thing called change. People change, circumstances change, relationships change, hopefully for the better, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way. If you allow someone else to have responsibility for your happiness and they leave, what are you left with? Not much. So many of us are looking for someone else to complete us or to make us happy. That will never happen. Why would you even want that to happen? You want to walk around as half a person? And how could someone else make you whole? Only you can do that. So what's the reason behind this? An article in Psychology Today says, when we get into a relationship, all of a sudden, we start putting a lot of our eggs into another person's basket. 
We start trusting that person with all kinds of aspects of our happiness, from our level of boredom to our sense of security. A lot of what we expect from a partner makes sense. For instance, to feel seen, understood, appreciated, and loved. Yet, sometimes our lists get a little too long and it becomes easier and easier for our partner to let us down. As Esther Perel once said, we come to one person and we basically are asking them to give us what once an entire village used to provide. Give me belonging, give me identity, give me continuity, but give me transcendence and mystery and all in one. In essence, we expect them to make us happy, no longer taking responsibility for our own happiness. Two whole people can complement each other. Less insecurities in yourself and your partner. I've known people who have been married many times and I just think that maybe they're looking for love in all the wrong places. They should be looking inside themselves. When we assign that power to someone else, it also shifts the blame to them, thus freeing us from fault, which is probably one of the reasons we do that. The article also says, as those who have embarked on the quest for happiness know quite well, a crucial milestone on the path involves taking personal responsibility. Taking personal responsibility means not blaming others for your unhappiness. It means figuring out ways in which you can be happy despite others' behaviors and despite the external circumstances. A person who has taken personal responsibility recognizes an all-important truth about happiness. Your happiness depends much more on your attitude than it does on objective external circumstances. I listened to a podcast by Stacey Bayman, who was awesome. She's a life coach, and she said something once that blew my mind. Well, she actually says lots of things that blow my mind, but in this particular podcast episode, she said, I'm going to teach you to get what you want for yourself, so you don't have to be disappointed and frustrated at your partner for not doing that for you. And I was like, whoa, that is totally true. How many of us sit around... I'm lumping you guys in here, too, because I actually used to do this, <laughs> so... How many of us sit around waiting for our partner to do something that we think they should do, but since they can't read our minds, which we think they should be able to, and they don't really know what we want? Like I would think, well, if he really loved me, he should be thinking of ways to make my life better, to make me happy. <laughs> Why do we do this to ourselves? I know that there are times that our partners surprise us and do sweet things for us, and I'm also sure that there's couples out there who are constantly doing things for each other. Right now, I'm in the stage where my fiance, yes, I did get engaged over Christmas, yay! My fiance and I are totally immersed in the love, the sappy cute texts, the calls and random surprises for each other. And I hope it never changes, but we're not gonna be engaged forever. We'll settle into life and we'll need to make more of an effort to keep these things going. But let's face it, Couples aren't constantly thinking about each other and how they can make each other happy. First of all, we can't make each other happy, but when we expect this, this is what happens. We sit in disappointment thinking our partner should be acting in a different way, providing us with whatever it is that we want. We start resenting them and then we start feeling a bit irritated. So now we feel disappointed and sad because our partner doesn't love us as much as they should, 
But in addition to those yucky feelings, we also stack on irritation. How could they be so unfeeling? When instead we could just choose not to feel this way by doing something we enjoy and then why not ask our partner if they want to join us? This way we're taking responsibility for our own feelings and our own happiness. When we sit in disappointment, resentment, and irritation, we know how it feels, awful, but what does it look like? Yeah, same. So whether you're in a current relationship or you're on the prowl, let's just say you're looking or you're actively dating and open to finding your person. So what makes us attractive to a good, healthy person? Neediness? Getting mad at them for not reading our mind? Being clingy? Being another version of them? Agreeing with them all the time? Constantly needing their approval? Allowing them to treat us like crap? I know there are certain types of people who look for vulnerable types so they can control them, but that's another reason why you should take charge of your own happiness. So in case you were confused, none of those are attractive qualities. The attractive qualities are independence, but not too independent where you don't even want or need anyone. Having your own likes and dislikes and being okay with it. Having your own opinions. Having confidence in your abilities and in who you are. Showing strength and weakness. Kindness and care for others. And happiness. I love Audrey Hepburn. And this is one of my favorite quotes of hers. I believe in pink. I believe that laughing is the best calorie burner. I believe in kissing. Kissing a lot. I believe in being strong when everything seems to be going wrong. I believe that happy girls are the prettiest girls. I believe that tomorrow is another day and I believe in miracles. Did you catch that? Happy girls are the prettiest girls. Do you think those happy girls rely on others to make them happy? No. If you can develop that love for yourself, you see your worth and what you have to offer. You're then able to love someone else, see their worth and what they have to offer. I knew a guy who had been married several times. He passed away a few years ago after divorcing his fifth wife. He died alone and it was very sad. He was trying to find that person who could make him happy. In a case like that, if he would have spent time to get to know himself, to learn to love himself, he wouldn't have had all those relationships because when you're whole, you attract those who are also whole. And since we know what makes us happy and we go ahead and take responsibility for it, we won't put that burden on our partner. There are so many challenges in this life as well as wonderful things to enjoy. If we leave our happiness to someone else, how will we ever learn from the challenges or even make it through them? How could we ever enjoy what this world has to offer if we just hand it over to another person? Not only that, but you yourself aren't willing to take responsibility for your own happiness, so why would someone else provide their own happiness and then pile on the responsibility of yours as well? They won't, so don't give it to them. It's nobody's job to lift you, to make you smile, or to help you roll out of bed in the morning and hope for a beautiful day. If you put that burden on your partner, they'll almost positively grow tired and resentful. It's your job, your happiness, your job. Let's analyze the why behind it. Why don't we wanna do that? Why would we want someone else to make us happy? Do we not know how? Possibly. But I think the reason for it is that we're afraid to be alone. 
We think that if we give someone else that responsibility, they'll stick around because we're doing exactly what we think they want us to do. But in reality, that will just wear them down. We're humans. Humans need love. We want love, but it's important that we look for it from a healthy perspective. So ask yourself, are you okay on your own? When I discovered this and I decided to see if I would be okay being alone, because I really enjoyed my time alone at home, I thought, I'm going to go to a movie by myself. I think I've told you guys this before, and I know lots of you go to movies alone, but this was a big step for me. I got the courage up and I went to the theater. I felt like everyone's eyes were on me and the fact that I didn't have a movie buddy. You know how it is when you get out of your comfort zone, you think everyone in the world knows and they're judging you for it. But I waited in line with everyone in the world staring at me. I got up to the counter and I knew the woman selling tickets. So I gave her my money. She proceeded to pull out her megaphone and said, only one, you're here by yourself. <laughs> she didn't actually have a megaphone, but she might as well have. <laughs> so my subtle movie out alone wasn't so subtle, but I made it and it was awesome. After that, I branched out to other places by myself and I really got to know myself and found out I was pretty fun to hang out with. It's important that we learn to be alone, that we're okay being alone, and then go one step further, enjoy your alone time. The reason for this is that when you get into a relationship, you will love yourself enough that you won't depend on your partner to provide that self-love and you'll love and respect yourself enough to know how you want to be treated and not settle for less. So how can we do it? How can we make ourselves happy? How can we make ourselves whole? Like I said before, love yourself. Be confident in your abilities. Say, I like what I like and that's fantastic. If you're struggling with loving yourself, with seeing the amazing person you are, I'll let you in on a little secret. You were made by God. Just like you have traits and genetics from your parents, since you were ultimately made by God, you also have those traits as well. The article that I read in Psychology Today also talks about having a surrender mindset, which refers to the willingness to fully and unquestioningly accept outcomes that you're dealt with in life in order to be happy. So this is what they say. The most effective way to develop the surrender mindset is one that those with a scientific orientation will likely find unappealing. It involves faith in a larger intelligence or force. Specifically, those who believe that there's a force larger than oneself and that force is benign, which means kind and gentle, they will feel it easier to surrender. The reason for this is straightforward. If you believe that the universe is shaped by a force more powerful than you and that this force has your best interests at heart, then you'll find it much easier to make peace with the outcomes you're dealt. Even if you are unable to see how an outcome is beneficial for you at the moment, you will at least be willing to look for ways in which it opens new doors and opportunities. In contrast, if you are convinced that the outcome you have been dealt is bad for you, you're more likely to ruminate about the past than move forward. So the logical thing to do if you want to take personal responsibility for your own happiness is to have faith and adopt the surrender mindset. They talk about the universe or someone more powerful than us. I believe in God. So have faith in God. 
your creator. He's blessed you with the capability to be like him. He's all-knowing, all-powerful, and you have that potential. I truly believe that you have so much ability inside yourself to live your life in happiness. The ability to go and achieve what you want. You have the ability to gain confidence or restore what was lost. You have the ability to choose happiness, to see the good in each day, and to grow in knowledge of how to be the best you can be. Start by making a list of traits you have. And if you have to start at the basics, go there. I have brown eyes. I have brown hair. List them all until there's no more and then go inside yourself. I'm kind. I like to help people. And keep going. I am strong. You are strong. Think of things in your life where you've had to be strong. This life is full of challenges and you're still putting one foot in front of the other. A lot of us have had to be strong for our kids, parents, siblings, friends. You are brave. Have you ever had to make a tough decision? Don't sell yourself short. There are some hard choices to make and you've made them. That takes courage. Are you a good friend? Are you there for others? Do you have people who may rely on you for financial support or for a shoulder to cry on or who just know that you're there when they need you? That's huge. Do you get yourself out of bed in the morning to face the day? That may sound like such a simple thing, but for those of us who have had or are facing heartbreak, just doing that can be like climbing a mountain. But you're doing it. Celebrate each win no matter how small. You add value to this world. You're valuable and you deserve happiness, but you need to create it yourself. One of the ways that I've learned to do this is through gratitude. It may seem like a small, simple thing, but it makes a huge impact in your life. If you can be grateful for something each day, you will see more and more the things you're blessed with. I truly believe what we focus on is what we'll see. So if you focus on your lack of material things, of relationships, or lack of happiness, that's all you'll see. Why not choose to focus on all the good around you? In addition to that, focus on all the good inside of you and you will find more and more strengths, talents, and abilities that you've been given. Those are given to you to share with the world. The more you share, the better you feel. You will grow in love for others and the love for yourself will also grow. When you truly love yourself, you're able to see what God sees. You will be happy. When you're whole and happy and meet that special someone, who is also whole and happy, together you can just enjoy the wonderful things this world has to offer. It's so much more fulfilling when you take responsibility for your own happiness. Live your life to the fullest and happy dating. Hey, are you spinning in indecision? Maybe you're stuck wondering where or how to move forward. Or are you at the point where you can just take one day at a time? I'm a dating coach and I can help. In my one-to-one -one coaching calls, we'll talk about where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. We can do this. I believe in you. Do you want dating tips, funny stories, and real-life experiences on the joys and sorrows of being single? Follow me on Instagram, Dating by Deb, and please interact. I love socializing with you. Debbie Does Dating with your host, Debbie Clawson, sponsored by Dating by Deb.